Hello and welcome to the cinema dump. Finally, after how long? Over a year. Year and a half. Year and a half. Year and a half. I've had listeners complaining. Really? Yes, all <laughs> three of them. <laughs> uh, as you probably guessed by his uh, sexy dulcet tones. Oh yeah. Today joining me again is Adam Camp. Yes, hooray. Um, well, yeah, we well, we you know we've got some spare time. You know, you being a teacher and all. Yeah, the summer it's summer. To in, uh, in the meantime. Yeah, I've. I mean, I got married as well. <laughs> yeah, so I have a child. You have a child. So <laughs> things have happened. We've yeah. not been lazy. <laughs> no, that, that, this is true. This is true. But um, yeah, we we've been talking about doing a new episode for a while, and uh, what we were going to talk about, and uh, what did we what did we come up with? Well, we settled on spoof movies. Yeah, spoofs and parodies. Um, spoofs and parodies. Add your thoughts. Yeah. Well, um, I think been a fan of the parody movie for many years since I was a child since I was a wee child um, okay <laughs> good all right Shall I? <laughs> shall I do that bit again no Okay, just, right. Just keep going this around. is the new method, is this it? This is the, the new method. We just, just record everything. If it if it matches the time, then good, good. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Stick it online. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, your yeah. thoughts on parody movies? Yeah, been massive, massive fan of parody movies. Um, the main one that I'd like to talk about is a bit further down our list, but yeah. the first one I saw was Airplane. Um, yeah. And I remember, yeah. Well, t- I'll talk more about that when we get yeah. to it. But basically. Um, yeah, just love things. I think there's a real art to packing in gags one after the other for 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. not easy comedy. That is probably harder than your standard comedy. So it's Yeah, it's one thing that struck me when I was putting the list together of um, the various films that kind of fall into it uh, is, like, there's not that many good ones. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It, there's there's more bad than there is good, and I think it does boil down to what you were saying. Is I think a lot of people think it's like e- easy gags, and it's an easy thing to do, and it's it's really, 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 really not. Um, I mean, there's a, another couple of reasons why I think a lot of the more modern ones don't work, but we'll talk about them when we get them later on. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's easy to make a shit one, basically. <laughs> it's really, really easy to make like a completely cack one. Um, I, I genuinely don't think there has been a good one for, well, years. Absolutely years. I, yeah. I, we're not just being old men when we say that, are we? Like, uh, there's, there's literally been no good parody movie for... Well, you know... Since, uh, what, early 90s, mid-90s? I'm, I'd say, yeah, mid-90s at the latest, really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay, so you were saying the first one you saw was, was Airplane. For me, it was... Uh, in a similar vein, it was Naked Gun, was yeah. the first one I yeah. saw, which uh, another Leslie Nielsen classic. But if we, I mean, really, I think on on the list of compilers, I think is Airplane the f- no Kentucky Fried Movies the first one, isn't it? Yeah, so that and was it, the precursor, really, wasn't it? It was. Was, it was. It was like, um, I didn't actually see Kentucky Fried Movie until well, maybe about like ten years ago. I think I saw it at your house. You probably did. Yeah, Kev had yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's really, really bizarre. And it's it's a bit hit and miss, but when it when it does it right, it 
Yeah, it's I mean, if anybody's awesome. not seen Kentucky Fried Movie, yeah. it's essentially just a ninety-minute sketch show. Yeah, um, when no one was doing anything like that, so it was. Well, it's, it's set up like it's a TV channel, isn't it? Yeah. It's meant to be like you're watching a TV channel and you get the ads and you know sort of trailers for upcoming films, and then you do in fact get like a, a Enter the Dragon spoof about halfway through it. It's it's their main feature, right. and it's like half half, half an hour of the film. <laughs> you know, it's uh, stuff like um, you know, uh, it's like direct direct parodies of scenes from. Enter the dragon, you know, the guy's dragged in front of like the big boss guy, and it's like, uh, was it take him to Detroit? He's like, no, not Detroit, no. You know, it's like, it's it's direct reference essentially, um, and that that's really good. But it's the trailers in it for me. Yeah, Catholic schoolgirls in trouble, <laughs> and and yeah, and the uh, the um, self help in the bedroom advert is really good as well. See, uh, if your man can't get it up. Where this tape comes uh, complete with Big Jim Slade, <laughs> giant muscle man smashes through the wall. Yeah. This is the, this is the thing I think that I mean might be more modern. The more, uh, get my words out um, over the last ten years, yeah. why we've not really seen anything like that because the things we're describing now are stuff that you see on YouTube. There's channels for that. Yeah, of course. There's, yeah. Just, there's thousands of people doing mm. that, and some of them doing it very well. Yeah, um, but. Back then, I mean, it was '77, so like, n- no one had done that, you know. Really, sort of quite well, like R-rated comedy yeah. on the big screen. It really was, quick um, fire. It's it was Thingy's first uh, directorial debut, wasn't it? Um, John Landis, I think John Landis directed it. Yeah, I, I think. know he was part of that whole school of young. Yeah. Funky I will be wrong there, but off the top of my head. Yeah, but yeah, you, you're totally right. I think they actually attempted something similar to that, a sort of sketch format with a film, a couple of films recently, which were absolutely terrible comedy-wise. And one was, is it Movie 43? Oh, God, which yeah. Which was shockingly yeah. bad. And then they've with, also... Uh, with Hugh Jackman and his penis nose. Isn't it? Oh, no. Testicles chin. Testicles chin. Yeah. <laughs> What's the penis nose from? Uh, I've got that's from Juice Bigelow. Oh, God. I'm sure my colours now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, no, um, and the other one was National Lampoon's Dirty Movie. Which, uh. which I haven't seen, but I have read someone's review of it. And apparently, it is shocking, like shockingly bad, and that's set up in sort of sketch format. Yeah, but it's probably yeah, you're probably right with that. It's um, you know, um, people are doing that sort of thing online now, so there is no need for it really. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if we if we go on to the you know uh, the next film really chronologically with Airplane, yeah, like you said, um. And that was by the same guys, Kentucky Fried Movie. And from what I understand with Airplane, it was actually a lot of the dialogue in it, especially the like the really funny stuff. A lot of it is actually directly taken from a. Uh, I think it's two disaster movies which were made like five years previous to it. Yeah, it was uh, all right. I might be wrong, but was one called Airport? I don't know. I'm, I might be wrong there, right. but I don't know the names of it. I think it was two films, but yeah, there's actual lines which are directly taken from it. Yeah, obviously not lines like "Have you never have you ever seen a grown man naked?" No. <laughs> um, never been to a Turkish prison. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of like the cheesy, cheesy dialogue, uh, and and in the, the plot about everyone getting food poisoning is taken from that directly yeah. from it. That's like well, I, just to sort of when I first saw 
it. Mm. I remember it being on TV and my dad said, right, we're going to watch this film called Airplane. Yeah. And I said, what's it about? Because I was a child. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's probably not suitable for a child, yeah. but yeah. But uh, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you grew up in my household. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said, "This." I remember he said, this is probably the funniest film ever made. I think there's a lot of people who probably agree with him there, to be and honest. Yeah. I remember going, okay, and then just as soon as it started, you get the clouds, and then you get the um, the tail fin of the plane with the jaws going through the clouds with the Jaws theme, yeah. and I was just crying with laughter at that point, because yeah. I'd not seen anything do that before. Yeah, yeah. And then it just, it didn't stop, it was just literally joke, 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 It, it joke. Does, does not let up, doesn't yeah, let up. I, and I remember that vividly from being a kid and watching it, that... I thought, how did they do that? There was literally just joke after joke for the whole film. Yeah, yeah. And um, I used to always compare, like when, when we got round to watching Naked Gun. Yeah. My parents said, "Oh, this is this is an airplane style movie." Right. And that's how I understood spoof movies were. And now know? it's it's more described as Zucker Brothers, isn't it? Zucker yeah. Brothers sort of comedies. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, like I said, I think I saw Naked Gun before I saw Airplane, but. Um, yeah, you're right. It was just joke after joke after joke after joke, and it's just like <laughs> pants-wettingly funny the entire way through. Just really stupid things that are proper just dad humour now. Like, do you want smoking or non-smoking? Smoking, please, and the, and the ticket smoking. Yeah, yeah. And it's just <laughs> it's got to do with it's got to do with the delivery though, the performance as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, know, I remember seeing an interview with uh, Leslie Nielsen, and he actually said um, that he basically his idea for getting the most laughs because previous to that he hadn't done any comedy he was known for drama mm. so when he came into this his idea was he'll play it completely straight so he doesn't kind of goof it up at all even as ridiculous as some of the stuff he's saying he plays it totally straight like he's in a, a really sort of staunch sort of drama yeah. and it, and that works so so well and then obviously after that with Naked Gunny he went completely the other way well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it wrong by Miss Courtney here. My favourite bit with him is um, when they say, when they realise everybody's got food poisoning, and they say, "That's right." On the menu, there was either fish or steak, and he just goes, "That's right." I had lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, uh, have you seen the sequel? Yes. It's not as good. Oh, I still loved it. Yeah, did you? Danger Vacuum. Yeah. With uh, mm. <laughs> the vacuum cleaner attacks him. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, yeah. I know a lot of people don't even... A lot of people I don't even think realise there is a sequel to that. A lot of people. It's kind of... It went under the radar a little bit. Yeah. Well, there's, um, you get uh, Sonny Bono with, oh, with yeah. as the bomber. Um, oh, God, yeah. Sonny Bono when he was still alive acting. You get Shatner playing the moon base commander who sees the starship enterprise yeah and the electric doors that when you walk up to them you go shh and the doors go shh and then you turn around and go shh and the glows and go shh <laughs> alright I'll let you off on that one it's quite funny um, shall we shall we have a little chat about uh, seeing as we sort of led into it, the naked gun films yes um, I I love the first one and I like the second and third one although it does wear a bit thin by that yeah. point um, but obviously it was based on a TV show the uh, police, police squad, squad. and yeah. the Naked Gun's full title in fact is Naked Gun from the files, files of police, police squad, squad yeah. um, and I didn't know about the TV show before I saw I mean I, I don't think a lot of people in this country really did I don't think it was ever no, sh- no, really the, shown over here there was only one series yeah. uh, of about a dozen episodes yeah. at most it was very short lived but I remember um uh, I, I saw an interview with Leslie Nielsen where he was he was on a plane and he was reading the script for Naked Gun yeah. and he said he was just howling with laughter yeah. 
And then um, he said that the guy sat near him just said, look, whatever you're reading can't be that funny. Yeah. And so he closed the script up and he pointed at the title and it said Police Squad the movie. Right. And so the guy went, okay, fair play, I'll give you that. Nice. <laughs> so, um, nice. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple of episodes of it and it seems to me it's pretty much exactly like Naked Gun seems to be just a feature length version of it it's yeah. exactly the same <laughs> uh, same characters same actors I think apart it? from OJ who was new to it yeah, oh yeah OJ <laughs> the thing is with OJ Simpson and Naked Gun he's really funny he's yeah. really funny in it who would I mean, have thought you could be a murderer and really funny well you know the story don't you that he was one of the original people who James Cameron wanted to play the Terminator and then they dropped the idea because they said no one would believe OJ Simpson is a cold blooded killer <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah hmm. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry. Yeah. Allegedly. I went to court and he was found not guilty. Um, um, anyway, that's a different matter. But um, yeah, he, he's hilarious. In fact, they all are. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that the thing with that and with 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 all parody movies, I think, is that you you have a lot of characters playing it straight. Yeah. Of course. Like the yeah. whole joke is that Frank Drebin is this unbelievably good cop. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people on the force see him as that but yeah. really he's just a complete moron everybody's a moron well that's that's one of the reasons I think modern parodies or spoofs don't work is that in modern ones everyone's an idiot and it doesn't work when everyone's yeah. an idiot there has to be some people you can relate to be a straight to. guy that well that in a lot of them there's most of the people are normal if you want to call them that yeah. and there's a couple or one idiot and that's why it works. And in the modern ones, I mean, I take uh, jumping ahead a bit. Scary movie, for instance, which is a piece of shit. The entire franchise is a piece of shit. Uh, there's a couple of good jokes in the first one, but I, 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 right, I'll argue a little bit in favour of Scary Movie Three later. But okay, like yeah, and I'm bet it's because Leslie Nielsen's in it. Oh, I forgot he was, yeah, yeah, he's pres- president. Yeah, um, but uh, in like Scary Movie, for instance, every single character in it is an idiot. Um. And that's what that's one of the reasons it doesn't work. The other yeah. reason, the other reason, which we will talk more about in a bit, it uh, for me is um, pop culture references. But that's a yeah, entirely yeah. different altogether. Um, and yeah, I think that's why Naked Gun works so well because, uh, t- to be honest, I think the entire police department in Naked Gun are all idiots. <laughs> um, and then you've got sort of like everyone else who is. It's it tends to be the villain is the the guy you can relate to. The mayor is as well, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. she is as well because she's always the one who's is she. She's, is she the mayor? She is, isn't she? Or she uh, d- d- we're meant to be a film podcast. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's either yeah, the mayor or she's the. the my favourite. Uh, one bit I always remember is that is the radio mic in the toilet. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Again, like you were saying before about the burning tickets thing, it's like it's such a <laughs> cheap joke, but it's just if it's, weeing. If, and if he's weeing for too long, and yeah. everybody can hear him weeing, then you can hear him going, funny. "Whoops!" and it's on the floor. And <laughs> It's, it's got to do with the performance it's entirely yeah. to do with the performance you can take a crap joke and make it at least a little funny but there's some um, I think with Naked Gun probably more so than Airplane it's just some amazing slapstick oh I mean, yeah just um, the I just love the bit when he's, his airbag goes off in his car but then the whole car just starts filling up with airbags yeah yeah and so yeah. He, he gets out it rolls down the street and it's he just shooting starts at shooting at it. <laughs> it, it yeah it, blo- it blows up doesn't it yeah. in, the, in the second film I think he does a similar thing but he drives it, he, doesn't he drive his car accidentally into a fireworks factory turns to the audience <laughs> as it's exploding and well turns to the, sort of the spectators as it's exploding and says uh, 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 you know everyone go home there's nothing to see here and behind him there's a fireworks factory exploding <laughs> um, yeah um, 
I've completely forgot my but point. The, oh yeah, the slapstick. Yeah, there's the, also the you know the pillow to the face thing. Yeah, <laughs> pillow stuck to the face, and and obviously as we mentioned with OJ's opening scene, with OJ, yeah. when he's trying to get under the boat, he kicks the door through, and his foot goes through the door. And, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it is fantastic. This is the power of a good parody movie because I just I've got a tear in my eye because I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just kicking this door through, foot through the door whilst all the bad guys see it and just start loading their guns. Yeah, just casually loading <laughs> yeah. their guns, waiting for them to come in. Yeah, absolutely see, fantastic. A good parody is is when is the film version of when you sat around with your mates going, oh. Uh, imagine if his foot didn't go through the door. Or yeah, yeah. Imagine if they'd noticed that happening. Yeah. And a good parody is that played out on screen, so yeah. it's clever. Yeah. And knowing as well as being just really outrageous and, and funny. Also playing with um, sort of playing with standards within certain genre pictures as well. Yeah. It's just, you know, like in the Naked Gun, for instance. Yeah. Again, there's an, there's, I remember there's a great bit where he's he goes he's talking to the guy in the dock and he's like, oh, "What did you see last night?" He said, like, oh, "I didn't see nothing." He says, "Hey, but perhaps this girl." can uh, loosen your lips and he gives him like $10 and he's like uh, uh, yeah okay I saw something I saw something uh, uh, basically it ends up the conversation turns the other way and he wants something from Frank so he gives the money <laughs> back to Frank and they're just trading money backwards and forwards like, why do you want to know this yeah. well maybe my memory's not so good yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that's a, that's a sort of that, that scene everyone knows from sort of cop films and crime films you yeah. know um, but it's like it's playing on a certain genre and having a focus yes and it's the I mean, I think half of this podcast is going to be us slamming why modern parody <laughs> yeah. movies don't yeah. work, but yeah. it's because there's no focus. Yes, they might be called like Haunted House or... Um, a Haunted House. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, Disaster Movie or something like that, but they're not focused on that genre and they're not they're, they're not paying enough homage to that genre yeah. for it to be a, a loving parody that you can get on board with. It's yeah. just a scattergun sketch show yeah. with... yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, what did you think of the sequel, Snake? Going, I, 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 I kind of like them, but they kind of merge into one for me. It's just like, I think, yeah. Well, yeah. Two and a half. I'd struggle to tell you any jokes that were in two and a half or the first one because they merge together. Right. I probably know because thirty-three and the third is the weaker of them, but there's yeah. enough charm in the franchise that you don't really care. You're just happy to see Les Nielsen doing his shit. So. Yeah, just. Nice to see Frank Drebin. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say I, I love them, but I wouldn't say they're terrible. To be honest, I think they're kind of. Yeah, I think it just wires thin a little bit by the, by the yeah. end of the third one. You're kind of like, yeah, okay, fair enough. You know, uh, you, it felt a little bit by the third one like they were wrapping jokes around whatever flimsy plot they could come up with. Yeah. Um, not that they have to have to be sort of. I seem to remember some sort of plot involving blowing up the Academy Awards. Or something like that. That's the third one. Was, yeah, is that the third one? Is it the third one? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. The, the second one's the one to do with the energy companies all getting together to kill that guy who's done research to say that. Oh, oh, it's the British actor who's. He died last year, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. He was in Pie in the Sky. That's I, what I remember him from. He was in Sleepy Hollow as well. Yes. <laughs> was, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of films here which came out around about the similar time to. Um, uh, let's have a look we've got Kentucky Fried movie oh well of course we've got Blazing Saddles oh yeah Blazing Saddles Blazing Saddles yeah. came out in the 70s bloody brilliant yeah yet again it well I don't know actually I don't think Blazing Saddles the Mel Brooks school of parody yeah, yeah yeah I don't it's a different type of parody I mean like I was saying I'd, you know the Zuckers had a certain certain sort of parody didn't they there's a certain sort of style did yeah. they Did they have anything to do with Hot Shots they didn't did they no I don't think so but, but that's, Hot Shots that's followed, was very, very much in that vein yeah whereas, very much in that vein isn't I it? think the, the Mel Brooks was 
it was more making a silly movie based in that setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, Blazing Saddles didn't have the pop culture references, obviously, and things yeah. like that. Um, but it did have a really long scene where everybody farts around a campfire. Which is one of the greatest comedy scenes yeah. of all time. <laughs> um, I like the... I, I, I think, um, for me, it's... Because uh, originally it was going to be Richard Pryor playing the main role, wasn't it? And uh, Yeah. And I couldn't do it for some reason. Uh, but, uh, Too many drugs. Yes, probably, <laughs> probably. But the one scene that was sticks out to me is where they're trying to get into. Are they trying to get into like a meeting with all the bad guys? And um, there's a couple of clansmen stood there. Not that the clan was around at that time. I don't think. No, I don't think they were. I think it's a bit too early for the clan. But it um, was a pop culture reference there. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they hid behind a rock. And they're like, how are we going to get past and the sheriff? If for anyone that doesn't know, the sheriff's a black guy, which is just a funny joke in the Wild West to begin I'll with. I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just steps out from behind the rock and he goes, hey guys, where's all the white women? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, see, this thing, when, when I saw this as a kid, um, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get that joke. because mm. I mean, it's going to make me sound very middle class. And, yeah. Uh, but like, I just didn't understand why that was a joke. The, not not that specific job, but the yeah. fact that there was a, a black sheriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we so, we came from a very a very white town, didn't we? Yes. Um, UKIP are very popular there now. Oh dear, oh dear, <laughs> oh dear. Well, this is one of the reasons we don't live there anymore. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. With that it was kind of like, well, what's what's the deal? Also, you got to bear in mind America's a lot a lot more. I, I think a lot more racially divided than we are in this country. Yeah, to this day, still. Um, but yeah, sorry. But well, I remember that they all say when he arrives, when the new sheriff arrives, all the town are gathered out, and then yeah. they go, oh, and then they go, the sheriff's a nut, and then there's like some kind of yeah, ding yeah, or yeah, music yeah. or something. And I had no idea what they were inferring. I had yeah. no idea what word they'd said, yeah, or why it was a, an issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, it's just um, it's uh, Gene Wilder, isn't it? Yeah, Gene. Yeah, Wilder, it was going to yeah. be Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they play they play well together. Um, the bit that really sticks out, a line I just found really funny the whole time was the going after some big guy, and um, uh, he the sheriff takes his gun, and uh, Gene Wilder just goes like, "Oh, don't shoot him, he'll make him mad." Yeah, <laughs> I just really like that. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, isn't he called like Mongo or something? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, you know, like like we said, it was it's a different type of parody, isn't it? It's a different. I don't know. I don't really know how to. I think maybe the the sort of Zucker stuffs a lot more sort of pure silliness. Yeah, they Whereas, did try and build a narrative around yeah the the setting and yeah um, they they tried to make a film yeah. rather than I guess in a way does that make it more similar to something like Hot Fuzz? Ooh. It's like a sort yeah, of yeah. very funny, silly film built around a certain genre whilst not necessarily being a spoof or the a parody. S- yeah, but with something like Hot Fuzz, I think there's a lot. it's a lot more based in reality to some degree than something like Blazing Saddles is. Mm. Um, because, I mean, just for instance, look at like the last scene of Blazing Saddles where it turns out that it's on a film set and the film set <laughs> ends up invading a musical. It's like, what? Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of see what you mean there. I kind of see what you mean. It's kind of like a comedy set in a... A, a genre but yeah um, playing with the genre whilst not necessarily yeah sending it up yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean like I, I think he did a lot of sort of he did quite a lot of historical sort of spoofs didn't he Mel Brooks yeah well, you got 
well, if you can call it historical, you did Robin Hood Men in Tights, yeah. which is another one that I absolutely love because that, that's just ridiculous. Carrie Ells is amazing in it. <laughs> Unlike other Robin Hoods, I talk with an English accent. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Hello, Abbott. Good morrow. Yeah. Hello, Abbott. Good morrow. Hey, Abbott. <laughs> Hate that guy. <laughs> but it, um, I think he, unlike a lot of the other other sort of uh, the Zuck Brothers for instance I think Mel Brooks is a lot more hit and miss um, mm, yeah. I think we were saying beforehand that there's like half of the films we've got listed here are just Stone Cold classics I mean you've got Blazing Saddles uh, in my opinion Robin Hood Men in Tights and Spaceballs but then you've got films like Dracula Dead and Loving It which we both agree is yeah. just really weak I yeah I, I didn't laugh once yeah and I was still I was still quite an impressionable teenager when I watched that yeah. movie, and I would have laughed at anything to yeah. be honest but it just was not funny I think it doesn't um, work on two levels that film one is that I just don't think the jokes are very good Yeah. and the second is I think whereas the others were based around like a genre uh, that one was specifically based around Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola the entire look of it and the th- the story and was it kind of tr- trying to take up the like the Christopher Lee Hammer Horror Draculas as well? Maybe a little bit, but I mean, I remember the first time you see Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. He's got. <laughs> have been a different. I know one. <laughs> he's got that ridiculous hairdo that Gary Oldman had. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And but then again, um, what's that actor called? He plays. Um, uh, Janosch in Ghostbusters 2 yeah I knew exactly what you mean he's playing like the Renfield sort of character but he plays he plays very much plays Renfield like in the 1930s Dracula he plays it very similar to that right um, because Renfield in the Coppola one was uh, Tom Waits yeah and he's uh, clawing up the walls and eating bugs and he's great in yeah. that he's really good in that actually um, so, but yeah it just it didn't work Dracula didn't love and it was just I remember being excited to see it and do you think like, uh, do you think maybe it was it was it was an idea the, the you know pitched the idea of oh we're gonna do Mel Brooks does Dracula yeah yeah and I'm if you can't see I'm waving my hands yeah like like, like Hollywood <laughs> yeah Hollywood, yeah <laughs> like Edward um, um but uh, yeah uh, do you think they pitched it as that and the studio just thought brilliant you know Robin Hood's yeah um uh everything else we were talking you know, yeah, yeah Blizzard saddles all that yeah, way. saddles yeah so we'll uh. Yeah, Mel Brooks and Dracula sounds like a goldmine. Let's do that. And yeah. then they sat down and went, shit, we don't have any jokes. Yeah, we haven't got any jokes. Let's yeah. just quickly write some. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, he hasn't done... Was that the last spoof film he did? I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, it says something that if he has done things since, they've obviously not hit the radar. Shall we have a look? Yeah. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look what he's directed. He also did, of course, we've totally forgotten, he also did... Uh, Young Frankenstein, yes, yeah. which is bloody brilliant film. Um, yet again, it's a perfect example of taking. I mean, that one, that one does actually go more, the, the, more from taking the, just the genre. It does actually really specifically target the sort of thirties Frankenstein so, films. Do you think like he was trying to redo that with Dracula? May, maybe, but in Dracula, he didn't have Gene Wilder in it, and he didn't no. have a tight <laughs> script and. He didn't have uh, Marty Feldman <laughs> with his big bulging eyes. Um, yeah, let's have a look. So Mel, Mel Brooks—I mean, Mel Brooks is an old man now. He's—he's he's like ninety. Yeah. Um, and if anybody didn't know, Max Brooks's son yeah. makes a lot of money writing about zombies. He certainly does. The uh, 
Zombie Survival Guide. Zombie Survival Guide, World War Z. World War Z, yeah. Um, yeah. If you haven't read World War Z, which you probably have if you're listening to this podcast, um, it's nothing like the film. You should read it. It's good. Yes, there you go. That's that's uh, that's your right. That's my literary advice. In um, there. Yeah, Dracula Dead and Loving It was the last thing he directed in 1995. Right. He hasn't directed anything since. Um, 20 years old, that film. That's... <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's have a look. Has he written anything for movies since then? I know he wrote Get Smart in 2008, and he's writing Get Smart 2 now. That's it. Um, yeah, before that, he wrote the producer's uh, screenplay for the... Sta- I think it's a stage play there, I think. And then um, Dracula Dead and Loving It, 95. So he's really been... I mean, he's an old guy now, you know what I mean? He's, he's, you know, he's had a career. He's <laughs> married to one of the most beautiful ladies in Hollywood, doesn't he? And Bancroft. Ah, right, yeah. Yes, there we go. But uh, yeah, so that, that's Mel Brooks. We so Mel Brooks is at his day, basically. He's yeah, I think I don't think he needs to prove himself anymore, no, does he? You know, he he's did just, it. He's good. He's, yeah, he's, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's there. He's in the Hall of Fame, like you said. But uh, yeah, yeah, Young Frankenstein. We said before the show, you said that uh, you kind of your memories are a bit sketchy. Have you not seen it for a while? No, I, I remember a scene where he um, he throws a girl into the river. Yeah. Yeah. I remember laughing at that probably because there was somebody getting hurt um. <laughs> throwing the girl in the river that actually happens in Frankenstein as well does it? in Frankenstein basically there's the scene which was deleted until the 80s actually they right. forced it because it was seen as being too shocking but in Frankenstein he um, the monster goes to the edge of a, uh, this lake and there's a little girl playing and the little girl doesn't react the entire point being that you know the little girl doesn't see the ugliness of yeah. the monster and she's throwing flowers into the water and they're floating they're floating and, then, and and the monster's getting excited by all this and the monster's throwing them in and they float and then the monster looks at her picks her up and throws her in and then the next thing you see is them like dragging the, like the villagers dragging this girl's body back onto <laughs> the shore and that's why they go after the monster in the original Frankenstein but there is a spin on it in Young Frankenstein pretty yeah. soon yeah yeah um, yeah, uh, I haven't seen it in a long while actually as well. So my kind of, I just remember laughing at them. What is it? Um, uh, Frankenstein? No, it's pronounced Frankenstein because he doesn't want to be associated with his grandfather. I think it is. Maybe his grandfather, isn't it? And uh, oh yeah, because because yeah. he's young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's uh, that's another one that I, I, I didn't see until relatively recently I mean I'm mm. talking like the last 10 years uh, and another one which has seen is sort of being like a, a an absolute classic but um, it's a bit of a shame that he doesn't you know he doesn't do them anymore I'd, I'd like to see what he what he could come up with nowadays because I think it might be the injection into the arm that the sort of genre needs sort of spoof and parody films I, maybe I, I, I think there's a there's a I might be being overly cynical, but I think there's a time frame at which you can be really sharp and witty and... A 90-year-old, isn't it? And Yeah, and Brooks is at his day. Yeah. Because as funny as anybody's granddad might be, they're probably not going to pen a brilliant screenplay that's the most groundbreaking comedy ever. I guess, I don't know, I think, yeah, comedy needs to be fresh. Mm-hmm. To a degree, <laughs> maybe I, maybe I was just being a little too hopeful. Uh. No, yeah, you're being overly optimistic. Get back in your box. Oh god, <laughs> and yeah. Well, and, uh, another thing which I thought was an interesting uh, chat about was um, we were saying before the show as well, like what what makes a spoof or a 
parody what because a couple of ones I have here I have um, like Life of Brian and uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail yeah now I really wouldn't ever have seen those as being sort of parodies of spoofs but I suppose they are but you know discuss yeah because this yeah we, we were having a bit of chat about this before starting recording but um see I'm, I struggle because yes they're very very silly comedies Mm-hmm. They're both specifically though Python movies. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's which I can't think. Or I mean, I know, I know. Famously, Life of Brian began life as an attempt to to do a comedic version of the Life of Christ, but then Jesus Christ lust for glory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then Eric Idle had said um, after reading rereading the Bible, um, <laughs> he thought he realised I had nothing against Mister Christ. Because he seemed like a thoroughly nice fellow, so, um, so therefore they didn't want to parody that, but mm. they thought they'd do the life of somebody who was born about the same time. Yeah, parallel Jesus. life, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So what happened with somebody else who was mistaken for yeah. Messiah? Um, and in that way, I mean, a parody or a spoof to me has to be parodying or spoofing other media products of some sort. Right. Whereas what they're doing is taking biblical events right. could we say could you say they're, they're you know the, the the spoofing things like the Ten Commandments or I don't know not really because it's not really epic is it it's not got yeah. a, it's not got a large a big scale to it other than maybe the opening scene with the nativity that's kind of shot in yeah. a way that makes it look like it when he opens the shutters to find all his followers in the alley yeah um, <laughs> he's not the messiah yeah. he's a very naughty boy yeah, it, yeah well yeah I suppose yeah, I suppose you're right there it, it's not really does a spoof have to be spoofing a movie or a movie genre? Yeah. As it were. Hmm. Interesting point. I don't know. But I think I think what I will take away from it is what you'd said there is it more specifically they're Python movies and I think that's yeah. maybe what separates them and puts them in their own little box. Because they they're so beautifully silly and so intricately yes. silly yeah. that they don't really they're not really having a pop at something which I guess is what a spoof is they're just being funny yeah yeah um, you know the, the the sort of just deciding making the decision that right for the whole film we're not going to have any horses we're going to have coconuts yeah. we're going to bang them together because that's the sound that people use yeah and we're going to make no bones about that yeah. I mean it's really postmodern for the time but it's not I don't know whether that's a parody of anything is it no, no, Which perhaps not. I genius, think it's well, hilarious. <laughs> a, another thing, just looking at some of the films here that I have, I've realised as well is out of all the ones that I've listed, the Python films are the only ones which are British. All the others are American. Yeah, yeah. There's not a. It's a. It's a very American um, <laughs> type of film. Yeah. What's the word I want? It's not like a, an American institution, I guess. The, yeah, the yeah. Spoof movie. Yeah. You don't no. You don't see British ones. You don't no. see. I don't recall there being a foreign movie. Because well, I, I was looking either. at a list that someone had made of their favourite ones online, and mm. someone had put, in fact, Hot Fuzz in there, and I was like, mm, it doesn't feel like a spoof to me. Someone put Shaun of the Dead in, I was like, no, it doesn't feel like a spoof to me. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it is a lot to do with. Yeah. The... But then I guess because yeah. Uh, it, oh God, what defines one? Because like, I mean, I brought that up early, didn't I? And um, like Shaun of the Dead. As we both know, yeah, massive, massive love letter to um, to zombie movies. Because well, he, well, he wanted it to be the idea was they wanted they were, the idea they came up with, if I remember correctly, was what would be happening in Crouch End while Night of the Living Dead happened. 
So it's yeah. meant to be taking place kind of at the same time as Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So, so it's like the it's the Romero zombie mm. apocalypse. Yeah. Um, and what happened in Crouch End. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but done in a very funny, very well written, very English, very English way. Yeah. Um, I guess there's some some spoof parody elements like they don't want to call them zombies or the. They don't acknowledge that either of them have seen a zombie film, do they? They're not. No, they're not. They're just two guys. Do, do, I don't think. Do they even realise straight away that you have to hit them in the head? I don't think. Well, they, do. they, they throw everything in the. Uh, oh no! They, they watch it on Sky News. Yeah. Ah, Sky right. News of course. Yeah. To remove the head or destroy the brain. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, then they they end up throwing Shardet. So I think the, you're right. I think there might be made. There might be a conscious effort made there to not uh, acknowledge that. George Romero zombie films exist in this world yeah there's references yeah because there's you know we're coming to get you Barbara yeah yeah of um, course yeah. and it's probably loads of others that have gone out my head now yeah. but um, yeah there's references but I guess like Spaced there's references but it's it's less explicit than Spaced yeah 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 um, yeah but then then I think Hot Fuzz is much more there's much it's it's I always I always say this like when you look at the the three colors Cornetto trilogy yeah yeah um, you've got Shaun of the Dead which is the most unique film huh? then you've got Hot Fuzz which is the best comedy right and then World's End which is a sort of mix of the two but not quite as good as the other two yeah it's a bit of a mess yeah I so I mean I think personally I prefer Shaun of the Dead mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz I think is funnier mm. because there's more gags per. Right, got yeah, minute yeah. ratio there yeah. it's a lot sillier which makes in my mind that is more of a spoof than Shaun of the Dead because they're, they're a lot more mocking of the action genre well that's it like it's it's the, the idea again of what would a police action film be like if it was in a tiny village in England yeah. <laughs> um, in the west country in the west country so that's that's a that's, you know, that's a funny premise to begin with but uh, yeah I mean I think this is something perhaps our listeners could uh, drop us a message in you know what what does make a spoof and why yeah. why are all of these American and why do you think we don't see sort of the uh, Three Colours Cornetto trilogy and, and Monty Python films as fitting yeah. in with it Cause is there a British spoof that's more like the, tr- the traditional American spoof yeah mm. interesting if I'd thought about that previous I could have done the research myself but I'll just load it off <laughs> on the listeners and they it's can fine. do it's fine yeah well, it's interaction it's modern media oh, that's how it is yeah 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 interacting yeah. with your audience yeah on the digital platform we want ooh yeah. social media etc yeah. Um, okay, well, we'll just blast through a couple of other ones which I've got here, which I, I see as being good examples of the genre, real quick, and then we'll 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 quickly go into some of the uh, terrible ones and why we think they don't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, why we know they don't work. Yes. We don't think on this show. We know. That should that's, be the, that's we the don't tagline. think on this show. I think just that should <laughs> yeah. be the tagline to yeah. the show. Well, a, a few a few of the ones I've got here actually, my monitor's just turned itself off. Um, uh, fairly recent. Um, Austin Powers, the first one, yeah, and probably the second one as well. Um, I I really like They're Austin great. Powers films. I mean, so much of this is the thing when it comes to the modern the pop culture references. The things in Austin Powers became pop culture references. Got you. Um, right, yeah. So you know, the putting your little finger to your yeah yeah one million dollar. Well, that's the thing. Though, I think the jokes that don't work in Austin Powers are the ones which are pop culture references. Yeah, and and there's more of them as the trilogy went on. There's more of them yeah, in there. By the third one, I mean the opening sequence of the third one is just cameo after cameo, isn't it? Yeah. Like so, it's. Whereas the first one is a self-contained film, you could. Yeah. Uh, 
there's probably an argument that it's maybe not a parody if it wasn't so closely a parody of Bond films and um, well uh, Blofeld isn't it it's yeah they're Doctor Evil yeah um, it's kind of like yeah it's a parody of, of spy films in general spy programs isn't it like uh, obviously Bond uh, the Avengers uh, Man from Uncle yeah um, stuff like that isn't it really it's, and it's the, uh, was it the, the the original Casino Royale that's where his outfit comes from the original Casino Royale was a kind of a spoof in itself, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, so, but that's where his whole look yeah. comes from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely over the top. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got a very British sensibility too, obviously, because of, you know, who's in it and yeah. the, the story and everything. I think that probably, they probably managed to pull it off because Mike Myers, if I remember correctly, isn't his dad Scottish? Yeah. And he lived over here for years, didn't he? And they had a, he said quite up, like quite publicly that they, he, he watched a lot of British TV and movies growing up. Yeah. So it's all familiar to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, um, if I remember correctly, I think he's got dual citizenship, actually, I think. Let's move your mic up again. Yeah. There we go. Stick it in your face. You're used yeah, to that. Yeah, you love it. In and around the mouth. Um... Yeah, so I th- yeah, I think he kind of had a, a unique perspective on that sort of sensibility in the yeah. in the film. It's great though; it's good fun. If you haven't seen it, go and see it because it's just who has, has somebody not seen or probably it's just it's so quotable. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes is quite a small and subtle one is where he's sat and he's like kind of lamenting his sort of time he's lost and he's making a list of all of the famous people who've died and he's like he's writing like cause of death. He's like Janis Joplin, drugs, uh, Mama Cass. Ham sandwich. <laughs> uh, just it just it is just it's uh, it's funny and then and then after that there was the downfall of Mike Myers after that. Yeah, he just vanished for ages. No, he, he made the guru. Yeah, after that I think I think that was the. He became really fat. Right, is that why he just can't move? Yeah, he became fat <laughs> bastard from the second one. Um, but yeah, that, that that was another great one. Um, one which I loved as a kid, and you said you loved as a kid, but watching it now is probably completely shockingly shit. Is repossessed. Yes, another yeah. Leslie Nielsen film, and Linda Blair reprising her role <laughs> as uh, is it what's the character Regan. called Regan? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very peculiar film. That it's very silly. Uh, that's pretty much a direct. It's pretty much made as a spoof sequel to The Exorcist, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If people have seen it recently, give us a shout and let us know what you think. Because I've seen it in a while, I've got a feeling it'll be cack I think I think it was one of those if I remember rightly it was one of those very very cheap very blokish um, spoof movies that had lots of boobs and lots of really really yes. rubbish jokes yeah lots things. of boobies I think yeah I think there were lots of nuns with the there's a scene where he, the, he plays the Unless isn't he called Father May I or something but, um, Father May I he's called yeah. isn't he there's a scene in the gym if I remember correctly and he gets stuck in the girls locker room and he's a Uh-oh. priest oh <laughs> shenanigans uh, yeah uh, yeah it's, it's does, he, does he at some point like you know reach out to find his way and end up grabbing a pair of I boots I think he actually does oh it's hilarious there's hilarity <laughs> ensued uh, okay well uh, we've also got in here um, uh, actually we've kind of skimmed over them a little bit now probably should have talked in more detail because it's some of my favourites the two Hot Shots films yes yeah fucking brilliant <laughs> um, yeah I mean they're very much in the vein of the Zuckers very much in that yeah. sort of silly 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 vein I, the first one I saw yeah. which I think is just due to my age at the time was Hot Shots Part Dirt yeah. which I think I saw and we, we rented it from I went to the a, cinema to see it so you you well you're like two years older than me so yeah. you might have just been old enough to go on uh, well, yeah was that let me have a look at Hot Shots Part Dirt 1993 
three. I was too young. I think it was a twelve. I was too young and I snuck in. Obviously, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. I was a little bit too young for that one. But uh, yeah, uh, they're both brilliant. They're both yeah. as good as each other. They're totally solid. And uh, you know, at the time, people obviously didn't realise that Charlie Sheen was really <laughs> well. Apart from being mental, locker. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's he, really spot on comedy actor. Yeah. He's got very good timing for it. Um, and they kind of like you know they're kind of more of a spoof of the genre rather than a particular film and I mean his entire what? looks the, the scenes isn't a parodied, parodied really like the scenes from Rambo it's sort of Rambo part 2 isn't it yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Hot Shots part 2 yeah. and then the first one's is Top, Top Gun, Gun. Yeah. yeah yeah so um, they are very different to each other but uh, equally silly and equally as uh, as funny I think um, as well it was because at the time I guess it's like now well well, well he's dead actually and a new person but I was going to say like when you get jokes more modern uh, comedy that feature Osama Bin Laden yeah. these films featured Saddam Hussein they did at the time we the you know the, the Gulf War and he had a lisp the second Gulf War was going on I'll kill you Yankee bastard man <laughs> well, I'll um, kill you so much you will die from it <laughs> <laughs> and of course the other advantage he had which Airplane had as well was Lloyd Bridges one of the funniest people to ever live yes as it keeps going on about like his <laughs> sorry I'm going to go back to Airplane oh, pick the wrong, wrong day to quit sniffing glue uh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and in Hot Shots his entire Shtick is in the first one, he's sort of the he's kind of like head of the navy, sorry, the air force or navy or whatever it yeah. is. And in the second one, he's a president, isn't he? Yes, yeah. and he's constantly going on about his like you know, his like metal plates in his head and his army had replaced. And oh, when <laughs> he's the, the scuba diver, and he's kind of yeah. like lots of things were going through my mind, yeah. like why did I bring helium instead of air? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, again, just 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 silly and relies yeah. entirely on the sort of uh, delivery and the performance of and the of course you get uh, Rowan Atkinson in oh yeah he's at the there. right the end of it isn't he yeah, yeah. He kind of weird cameo and he doesn't really have he has about three jokes and then and then he falls off a cliff and he falls off a cliff but he goes yeah. to rescue him yeah. and he's uh, he's like quick come with me and he goes I can't walk <laughs> they go why they've tied my shoelaces together <laughs> yeah Charlie Sheen looks and he goes double knots the best <laughs> yeah very silly um, an, another one which I I actually watched recently and I still kind of do like it but I think it relies a lot on seeing the source material and in my opinion the only good film these guys have ever made is uh, Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood yes. the Wayans Brothers yeah. someone would argue I'm going to get you sucker I just, I thought it was shit I thought it was a bit cack yeah. um, that was more like black exploitation sort of spoof wasn't it yeah, whereas this is more your sort of and, yeah. sp- um, Spike Lee sort of uh, it's your it's your urban um, late eighties early nineties. Uh, yeah, well, all the, all your films are there in the title, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Don't be a menace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking yeah. your juice Bo- in the hood. Boys in the hood and all that. Yeah. Lot, yeah. Um, and I think I think their their problem is they one those guys started relying on pop culture references when yeah. they didn't really do it in that, and the other one is the big. The, I think there's a fine line uh, when you're making your jokes silly when you're relying on silly jokes there's a fine line where you can push it too far and I think after that they just pushed everything too far yeah to the point where it's not silly anymore it's embarrassing yeah Um. but yeah that one it's, it's solid absolutely solid just sort of uh, modern spoof that's it modern. it was 1996 bloody hell yeah um, the, um, I like that because every time the film tends to get a bit serious 
the the postman pops by and just yeah. goes message. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Uh, I mean, it, that does directly. We said about pop culture references, but I think that film more than a lot of the others actually directly references see, like specific scenes and lines from the source material. But that's it. It's it's from a genre. They picked a genre yeah, and they're yeah. working within the confines of that genre and yeah. making it funny rather than it just being oh let's just do ninety minutes of silliness. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's working within the confines of that sort of coming of age. Yeah urban black culture in the 90s yeah like that kind of film Mm -hmm. playing around with the conventions of that it's it ends up being very funny because they're obviously you know a lot of them very worthy films very good films but they're very very serious in tone yeah so it's ripe for picking it apart and yeah and making a parody Um, yeah totally yeah um I think we we brief we glossed over Spaceballs, but we've talked about the Mel Brooks stuff. You know, yeah. it's, uh, if you haven't seen Spaceballs, go and watch it. It's brilliant. It's got John Candy in it, so you know. Yeah, Dark uh, Helmet. Dark <laughs> Helmet. Um, yeah, this is Spinal Tap. One we haven't really talked about there. That was. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's more the mockumentary sort of thing. It's its yeah. own little subgenre now, isn't it? The yeah. mockumentary. I was uh, there was there's an interview with um, incidentally if anybody doesn't listen to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Yeah. You should, because it's hilarious. He gets lots of comedy yeah. legends on there. But one of the people he had on there was Harry Shearer. Yeah. And he talked a lot about Spinal Tap. Right. And he said that they had real trouble getting it made because um, they were... They'd were take they done, like, a test reel of it. Yeah. And they were taking it to studios and showing them it, we, you know, beaming, like, look, look, this is what we're going to do. And the studio executives would just look at them and go, we don't understand don't get what it. it is that you're yeah. doing here. Yeah. What's the film going to be? And they said, oh, no, it's, it's just going to be like 90 minutes of, of that, like a like a documentary right. following these guys around. And they said, no, no, this, this will never make any money. Yeah. And then um, even when it finally got made, the studio were insisting that they had a little bit to bookend it to go at the beginning where they talked to Cameron and go, oh, it's all just a joke. Don't worry. And okay. so they, they sort of stood their ground and said, no, the whole thing falls apart if you do that, because the whole point is that it's it's yeah. a mockumentary. It's meant to be a documentary, but with the fictional subject matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they really fought to get that made, and obviously now it's remembered as one of the best yeah. comedies ever made. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, I don't think it strictly falls into the spoof category as such, because it's not... They are spoofing... A genre, and the, well, that's moving the people on there rather than a genre, as it were. It's the it's the mu- the, the genre of music that they're yeah. and, the, and the culture that surrounds it. That's yeah, what they're yeah. going for. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people argued that with um, their uh, oh, what was the one they did about folk music? I can't remember. They did best in show as yeah, well, didn't they? Best in show and things like that. Yeah. And they said that because they were more modern, yeah. and they said that whilst you can still see the the masters at work doing the thing that they created the things that they're sending up, the cultures that they're sending up in those are just not as ripe for picking as the as the glam and metal scene of the 70s was. Yeah, yeah, of course, um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so much modern comedy comes from Spinal Tap. Whether it's a parody or not, it's worth mentioning because you've got that... I mean, The Office did it brilliantly, yeah. the mockumentary style. Uh, but now, one of the things Harry Shearer is, seems almost angry about is how that style is now the de facto filming style for sitcoms. It is, yeah. So he, he mentioned Parks and Recreation and, um, Modern, and Family. Modern Family. Modern Family shoots and, it like that as well. And he said, uh, and he mentioned the the American version of The Office mm. um, because he said that the point of Spinal Tap was that this was meant to be a documentary about those guys and that's why that film exists. Yeah. And um, with The Office, 
he said the shot you know the British series is short enough for you to yeah. believe this was a TV series about this office yeah um, he said the American one they're on to like season what eight or nine or something more than that I think and so like what are we, are we meant to believe that they literally followed this same office around yeah and it's you know this show about this office is still as successful as it was it's not or, a strong enough idea to yeah and said so with and then it becomes to the point where they have the talking headshots and the whip pans and everything yeah in Modern Family and Parks and Recreation but there's not even meant to be a TV show around it it's, it's just, just that's how they're filming stylistically, it stylistically that's yeah. what people go for now yeah you make some interesting points yes. which makes a change on this show <laughs> for both of us um, yeah uh, shall we move on to I had a couple of other ones there but I, I can't be bothered to talk about them frankly um, shall we just quickly uh, have a little chat about um, this little list here I've got of a bad modern ones yeah. and uh, what we think of them I'll just reel them all out one by one and then we'll chat about them I have here on my list called The Bad <laughs> scary movie yeah the entire franchise disaster movie yeah epic movie date movie meet the spartans shit is that bad not another teen movie a haunted house spy hard which a lot of people seem to like but i didn't it gets lumped in a lot of box sets with naked gun it does does, yeah and uh obviously as we've already talked about at length dracula dead and loving it add your thoughts um i would like to point off first of all i'd say about 90 percent of these films that i've just mentioned are all made by the same people or involve some of the same people yeah so right I remember when Scary Movie came out, yeah. and I remember people all watching it and going mad for it. It was very popular. Yeah. It was yeah, it was I really huge. It. Yeah, and I do remember laughing at bits of it, but yeah. it's not that. Well, it's, yeah, it's not a very good film. No, it's not. At the end of the day, um, I haven't seen Disaster Movie or Epic Movie. I made a point of watching movie. them all. <laughs> is this why you're a lesser man? Yeah, right this now? is why I'm the shell of my former <laughs> self. No, it, they, they are they are shocking, like right. shockingly bad. Like not a laugh to be had. Like, like, so cringeworthy. Like, I had to like pause it and go and get a cup of tea at a couple of points. It's that <laughs> they're that bad. They are horrible. Was the, did you not have any guilty laughs at all? I, not that I can remember. No, not at all. That's what I'm saying. The first first scary movie. Yeah, I did. I had a few, but overall, you know, once you get to a scene where they parry, the, yet again, pop culture. Oh, let's do a scene that's like the slow mo bits from the Matrix. Oh, that won't age at all. <laughs> the Matrix has aged something fucking rotten already. Yeah. So a reference to it and then the, the, not only do they do that but they do sort of parodies within if you want to call it parodies they do parodies within parodies so the parody in the Matrix and then within that she pauses in midair and then starts river dancing oh yeah yeah I remember and, and I remember being weird at the time sitting and just kind of that, that's horrible and I don't like her as well I think she's really bad actress don't think she's very funny Anna Faris uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's it yeah um, uh, yeah so I, I think the entire scary movie franchise is dog shit but you were going to defend the third one so yeah the third one rip. now I went to see the third one at the cinema for some reason mm-hmm. um, and I do remember it might even if it's just the opening 10 minutes I laughed quite yeah. a lot and I think it's just a bit because it, it, it parodies signs quite heavily the M. Night Shyamalan Charlie oh. Sheen's in it, isn't he? Yeah, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen plays the, the Mel- first one. That Mel Charlie Brooks, Sheen's in, and yeah. He, in, yeah, he plays the uh, Mel Gibson role. In Mel so. Brooks, yeah, um, Mel Gibson. Uh, and I just remember this because there's a bit where he's, he's in bed and his daughter screams outside, and so he goes, oh, and he sits up and bangs his head and goes back to sleep. Yeah, and then she screams again, and he wakes up and goes, oh, and then bangs his head, goes back to sleep, 
And then it cuts to him stood in the toilet having a wee. And uh, she screams again. You just see him leaning around and looking around the corner. And I just really like the idea. I, I was really laughing at that point because I like the idea that he's, he's just such a shit dad. Yeah. His daughter screamed three times and he's not bothered to go and check. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that, I thought, was genuinely quite funny. And then he goes outside and um, there's a bit where the, like, the, the local cop comes over to him. And like a hat is one size when she's in the car. Then she gets out of the car and it's massive. Yeah. And then it cuts back to him, and then he cut, he looks over at her again, and then a hat's tiny, and it just keeps changing sizes. Yeah, and just stuff like that, I thought was legitimately quite funny. I think you make a good point there about that the the hat thing, and if I remember correctly, he doesn't react to it, does he? Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> and that's what makes it funnier a lot of the time. A lot of these other modern ones are scary moving things. People are reacting to the the silliness. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's it, really weird. And <laughs> that's why something like Airplane works so well, because every time you watch it, you spot or hear new little things. Yeah. Like, it wasn't until, like, fairly recently that I watched it, I realised that the two announcers in the air- airport were all, like, <laughs> arguing with each other over the tannoy. Don't start again with this white zone shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Say it's, what you really mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fa- absolutely fantastic. But, um, yeah, the I'll, I'll if you like Scary Movie 3, I'll give you that one. I'll let you off. The, there are other funny bits in. It's not a great film. I would say, at best, it's a three stars out of five. Right. At best. Right. Um, but... I laughed enough for me to think it, it did its job. Right. And, and of course, it's got Leslie Nielsen in it. Yeah. I remember one joke that made me laugh is where he's escaping from the alien attack and is uh, uh, sort of his uh, second in command says to him, come on, Mr. President, we've got to go. And they're going up like a hole in the wall and he says, uh, uh, was it? His uh, second in command says to him, isn't this exciting, Mr. President? He goes, you're excited. You should see my nipples. As they walk <laughs> off. And I remember just his delivery on that one particular line made me giggle quite a lot. But uh, yeah, the scary movie franchise can uh, can suck my balls. There's, yeah, there's no more life left in it. We keep all. making the mummied one la- yeah. last year, wasn't it? Is it was that five? Lindsay Lohan and Charlie Sheen are in it. <gasps> wow, <laughs> wowie. Um, but yeah, the and then they started dragging out all these other movies, as it were, like you know, like we said, disaster movie. No, I've movie. seen and the only one I've seen is not another teen movie, and I got one guilt laugh from it. And right. and I remember because it was such a horrendous film. I remember the one laugh I got. What was that? And there's there's the football coach who just starts and ends every sentence with "God damn it," right? And that made me laugh. And he's okay. like, "God damn it, get out there and win!" God damn it, God damn it! <laughs> and he just does that all the time. And that made, I thought was funny, but the rest of that's because you're right. a, you're a child. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a blight on. I think th- those are what killed spoofs. I think uh, the, yeah. the the movie movies. Um, they did uh, I mean I was mentioning to you earlier on there's one called Superhero Movie and I've actually seen it and it's actually quite good and so much so that afterwards I had to do a bit of research on it because it was like an actually decent film um, and it turns out I think the Zuckers were involved and it was originally just called Superhero and then the studio said well those other movie movies are doing good let's put the word movie on the end of it and it and they made the even made the poster look like you know like all the posters of the people big red writing and the sat no like always sat in this like cinema seats and the with all the characters sat uh, around yeah, yeah they even did that with the poster as well but it is it's it's way it's worth your time way more than you would expect it's right. actually quite good um, so I, I I put that in there so I think they're a blight on the old spoofs but and then the other blight of course on the entire um, genre is uh, the Wayne's Brothers yeah mm, <laughs> uh, they they well they recently made. Um, a haunted house they've done two in fact and I've watched them both and they're basically spoofs if you want to call them spoofs of um, paranormal activity and uh, they are shocking well I, th- I think just before you go on 
the scary movie franchise is the fault of the Wayans as well. That is true. That is a Wayans. So are we saying that the so. the demise of the parody and the spoof genre is down to the Wayans entirely? It's the Wayans brothers. Yeah, it's all their fault. <sighs> Everything's their fault. Everything is their. Fault. They killed the modern sitcom as well as that. Well, the, sorry, the studio sitcom. They killed that as well. I think with all of the shows they knocked out. They always had. Was it? Oh, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember what it's Some called. bollocks. Some bollocks, bollocks, by the way, brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they these haunted houses are terrible. The first one's pretty much just paranormal activity. The second one is also in that style, filmed on security cameras and web, yeah. uh, webcams and stuff. But uh, it also just kind of like ingests everything that came since the first one, which is like um, the Conjuring and Insidious and all of those sort of films which try to pass as horror yeah um, the ones that people say oh it's so scary and you feel like saying do you mean it just had a lot of jump scares in it yeah was um, it really quiet then really loud yeah so yeah. I could do the same thing with a volume knob yeah exactly exactly <laughs> 90 um, minutes give me the millions of dollars I'm happy well you know I wanted to whinge about these these, these bad ones a bit more but I, I think we've came to come to the conclusion quite early on that it's all the Wayne brothers fault yeah yeah the, that's kind of kind of comforting to me that I have I have, I have an answer. <laughs> there's, you know, there's a conclusion, yeah. Where the genre died, and why, and at yeah. whose hands, who dealt the fatal blow. <laughs> and, but uh, I think the point you made what, uh, earlier on was that the the movie movies and anything by the Waynes makes money, makes now, shitloads of money. Um, but that's because the cinema going audience. Are all idiots. But then, like this thing, they don't necessarily make. You know, we're not talking like Avatar or Dark Knight levels of money. No. But these films must cost nothing to make. Well, as long as you get reta- so, as long as the investors get return on the film, they will keep making them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's why people like Uwe Boll keep getting films to make because <laughs> they make the investors money on tax breaks and things like that. We're yeah. going to be talking about Uwe Boll in the next episode, actually. So uh, that's something something yes. we look forward to. Um, yeah, but you're right. They don't. They, they, they take nothing to make, but they make probably you know like loads more than they cost so of course the studio's going to say it's easy to make it's cheap to make and we can make money on it costs going to keep making yeah. them and then you get some schmucks into write it if you want to call it that or just string together loads of pop culture references that actually have no relevance to the genre that they're spoofing which is what we've you know we've yeah. said you've got to work within the confines of that genre or the idea that you're spoofing otherwise it's just it's a wayne's brothers film well it's just a it's a 90 minute sketch show a not very good 90 minute yeah, sketch yeah, show not very good one a one that makes no sense yeah and doesn't make you laugh <laughs> it makes you want to kill yourself and your entire family so <sighs> are we saying that the Wayne's brothers are trying to produce the something that does what the happening is <laughs> so yes. they're trying to make everyone top themselves so yes pretty, pretty much comedy. I would also like to add that I think that the Antichrist is already here and it is the Wayne's brothers it's, it's, yes. it's them as a are there three of them oh there's about 20 of them <laughs> right okay <laughs> so collectively think, they are legion and they are many. I think there's three of them who always appear on screen I think there's four actually and then there's the fourth one who does most of the directing I think he's the oldest I think he's like the fourth member of the League of Gentlemen that you yeah, ever see but I think he was the main guy and I'm going to get you sucker I think that was him right so uh, anyway anyway well, should we wrap it up there because we're yeah. just getting too much we, we, oh, we're so angry furious furious um, anyway uh, yeah that was that was our little comeback about spoofs and parody movies so uh, yeah if you want to kind of get in contact with us and leave us any messages and uh, tell us how factually incorrect we were or uh, how you hate us or, you know generally nice stuff or like share that share it with your friends oh yeah okay that as well yeah yeah you can find us on uh, the obvious and uh, everyday channels of uh, Facebook Twitter all of that faff and even 
Google Plus because I'm still posting to that page, even though no fucker goes on it. Uh, yeah, you can subscribe on iTunes and listen to it on your phone and all that faff. Um, but yeah, um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for coming along, Ad. That's not a problem. It's and been a pleasure to be back. Yeah, it's been good. And uh, we'll try and keep up some more regular shows uh, in the coming months. So, uh, you know, please please stay tuned and spread the word. And uh, yeah, we'll, we will see you next time. Ta-ta.